Well, thanks for joining us. This is the Rethinking Church Podcast. My name is Tim, and I really do count it a privilege that you've chosen to spend a little bit of your time with us as we wrap up our conversations from the book Rethinking Church, leading the struggling church through death to new life. You can pick up the book on the WPH store, Amazon, or on my website, timfox.online. And uh, we'd love for you to pick it up. Go to Amazon, go to to the WPH store, leave us a review, let us know what you think of the book, and, and it'll really help us to continue to spread the word. Maybe pick up a few copies, read it with some pastors, pick up uh, copies to read with your board. We'd love for you to utilize this tool as you are working to rethink church and, and to be the church in your community that God has, has called you to be. Now, rethinking is not easy work. It takes a, a resiliency. It takes a grit. It takes a determination and a heart for people that, that often grows weak in the midst of resistance. It grows weak in the, in the midst of the struggle and even the, the, the intentional or unintentional sabotage of, of people we're trying to lead. And, and we have to learn how to be a rethinking leader. I've identified in the book there eight characteristics of a rethinking leader and, it, and, and the kind of leader that can transform a culture, that can transform an environment and lead a church through change, really lead any organization through change. And I think it begins first with a kingdom mindset. It's not about our kingdom. It's not about our name. It's not about our results. It's not about us. It's about God's kingdom breaking in all around us and breaking in in our church and taking over. It's about His will being done on earth as it is in heaven. And the better that we can get our mindset around around a kingdom understanding and a kingdom perspective that we can eliminate the competition. We can begin to partner with the people around us, begin to empower other people, begin to release leadership. There is no way that you can be a rethinking leader on your own power with a selfish perspective or with an ambition to build a, a big church or a big name or a big anything. And it doesn't mean that that it doesn't sometimes produce those kind of big results, but it has to be fueled and set in a kingdom mindset. The second that comes from that kingdom mindset is our character. You have to be trustworthy. You have to be able to willing to deal with sin issues and pride issues and fear issues and integrity issues and begin to allow God to, to do a work in you. Many of us will begin this rethinking work in a season of anonymity, in a time of anonymity, in a place of obscurity. And that is a gift from God to give us the time to develop as people, to develop as leaders, to develop as husbands and wives, to develop into the people that can lead well. Leaders are people, and it begins with characters where we get a lot of the credibility and the trust that allows us to lead people through the changes of rethinking. The third is chemistry. Now, when I talk about chemistry, I just mean the ability to value people. The ability to work with people well it doesn't mean you have to be that that consummate people person. It doesn't mean that your your personality is necessarily uh, an extrovert personality. 
but you have to be willing and able to work with people, to work with them well, to give them yourselves, to trust them, to embrace them, and to empower them. The next is you've got to be hungry. If you're not a learner, if you're not a reader, if you're not hungry for what God wants to do in you and through you so that you're searching it out and you're gaining everything that you can, then the likelihood of you being able to lead the church or your organization to a new stage is it's just very small. We've got to be hungry. Listen, the more we know, the more we understand, the more we learn, the sharper, better, more capable tool we are in the hands of God. God, if I never learn CPR, God can never use me to save someone's life through CPR. If I don't know how to teach the word, God is never going to be able to use me to impact someone through teaching the word. If I don't take the time to learn how to lead and learn how systems work and, and learn how organizations work, then I'm not going to be able to lead in those environments. It's important that we are hungry to learn. We have this constant, what one of my friends, Carrie Willis, calls a green apple attitude, that we're constantly growing and learning and developing. Number five is that a, that a rethinking leader is a servant. They're a servant. They have the perspective that they're here to serve. It's not about them. It's not about their reputation. It's not about their name. It's not about what they can accomplish or their gifts or their skill, skills or their abilities. It is about serving. How can I serve the kingdom? How can I serve the organization? How can I serve the team? How can I serve the people? We have this kind of perspective that we are working together and my job, my responsibility is to serve this team so that together we can do what he's asking us to do together. Number six is that a rethinking leader takes responsibility. Look, uh, the, the buck stops with you when you're the leader. You are the one who says, you know what? This is my calling. This is my purpose. This is my responsibility. This is what God has asked me to do. And I can't get away from it. I can't run from it. I can't shirk it. I can't pass it off to anyone else. I can't blame anyone else when it doesn't work. It is my responsibility. And a rethinking leader will take responsibility for their calling, for their purpose, for their decisions, and for the direction of the organization they lead. Number seven that goes right along with this, this responsibility is the ability to exhibit humility. Now, humility is a strange, slippery thing. As soon as you think you're humble then it's likely that you're not humble anymore. And, and this, this idea of how do we think of ourselves less instead of thinking less of ourselves, to embrace the role that we have called, been called to and take on that servant's perspective. If Jesus, the creator of all things, the one through whom everything was spoken into existence, could humbly wash the feet of his disciples, could humbly walk with his disciples for three years, could humbly live without a home of his own for, for the three years that he did ministry, if he could humbly rely on the, the impact and the influence and the investment of others, then certainly we can learn to lead with humility. Pride goes before the fall. God stands against the haughty. There is enough coming against us as small church leaders. We don't need to set God on the other side by being prideful. There's just no room for that within ministry and rethinking this, this kind of rethinking leader. And lastly, and I said this before, but the rethinking leader is going to be healthy. They're going to be striving for emotional health. 
They're going to be striving for relational health. They're going to be striving for spiritual health. They're going to be striving for physical health. They recognize that the organization they lead won't be healthier than they are. The organization you lead won't be healthier than you are. This is, this is hard work. We need every advantage we can get. And the more we take care of ourselves, mind, body, spirit, relationships, the better we are at leading and taking responsibility for the things that God has entrusted to us. Continue. I encourage you to dive in deeper into this. This is just kind of a, a brief overview of, of the rethinking leader and what they look like, some of the characteristics that are there. Know this, that when you set out to the work of, of rethinking the church, it's going to come with resistance. It's going to come with hard days. There are going to be days you stop and think, what in the world have I started? What in the world have I got myself into? God, what in the world have you asked me to do here? This isn't working. And you're going to have to be able to lean back on him and continue to move forward, to move forward without losing your nerve and without losing your heart for the people that he loves. I want to I want to pray for you as you continue to rethink church. God, as we have gone through these podcasts over the last few weeks and we have talked about the, the topics throughout this book, I just want to ask your blessing upon each one who reads the book, each one who, who takes it and does the hard work of rethinking. And would you use, use us, your people, for a kingdom impact, for an eternal impact on the lives of those around us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to wrap up this uh, podcast for a little while. Me and my family are about to go through some transition. And so we're going to take a little bit of a break from podcasting. You can look for it late summer, early fall. We'll be coming back. Use the episodes, continue to listen, and watch for when we come back. You can always connect with me on timfox.online, on Facebook. We're out there on Instagram. Love to be able to connect with you. Love to hear your story of rethinking church and what you're doing. In the meantime, keep up the good work. Keep up the hard work. For in the right time, if we don't give up, we'll reap a harvest.